marriage between a man and a woman is a vital part of God's plan. The Lord has said, Whoso forbid to marry is not ordained of God, for marriage is ordained of God unto man. Since the beginning, marriage has been a law of the gospel. Marriages are intended to last forever, not just for our mortal lives. Adam and Eve were married by God before there was any death in the world. They had an eternal marriage. They taught the law of eternal marriage to their children and their children's children. As the years passed, wickedness entered the hearts of the people, and the authority to perform the sacred ordinance was taken from the earth. Through the restoration of the gospel, eternal marriage has been restored to earth. Many people in the world consider marriage to be only a social costume, a legal agreement between a man and a woman to live together. But to Latter-day Saints, marriage is much more our exaltation depends on marriage, along with other principles and ordinances such as faith, repentance, baptism, and receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. We believe that marriage is the most sacred relationship that can exist between a man and a woman. This sacred relationship affects our happiness now and in the eternities. And Heavenly Father has given us the law of marriage so we can become like Him. The Lord said, In the celestial glory, there are three heavens or degrees. And in order to obtain the highest, a man must enter into this order of the priesthood, meaning the everlasting covenant of marriage. And if he does not, he cannot obtain it. An eternal marriage must be performed by one who holds the sealing power. The Lord promised if a man marry a wife by the everlasting covenant by him who is anointed and if they abide in the Lord's covenant, it shall be of full force when they are out of the world. Not only must an eternal marriage be performed by the proper priesthood authority, but it must also be done in one of the holy temples of our Lord. The temple is the only place these holy ordinances can be performed. In the temple, Latter-day Saint couples kneel at one of the sacred altars in the presence of their family and friends who have received the temple endowment. They make their marriage covenants before God. They are pronounced husband and wife for time and all eternity. This is done by one who holds the holy priesthood of God and has been given the authority to perform the sacred ordinance. He acts under the direction of the Lord and promises the couple the blessings of exaltation. He instructs them in the things they must do to receive these blessings. He reminds them all that all blessings depend 
on obedience to the laws of God. If we are married by any authority other than by the priesthood in the, the temple, the marriage is for this life only. After death, the marriage partners between no claim to each other or other children. An eternal marriage gives us the opportunity to continue as families after this life. As Latter-day Saints, we are living with an eternal perspective, not just for the moment. However, we can receive blessings in this life as a result of being married for eternity. Some of those blessings are as follows. First, we know that our marriage can last forever. Death can part us from one another only temporarily. Nothing can part us forever except our own disobedience. This knowledge helps us work harder to have a happy, successful marriage. We know that our family relationships can continue throughout eternity. This knowledge helps us be careful in teaching and training our children. It also helps us show them greater patience and love. As a result, we should have a happier home. Because we have been married in God's ordained way, we are entitled to an outpouring of the Spirit on our marriage as we remain worthy. Some of the blessings we can enjoy for eternity are as follows. First, we can live in the highest degree of the celestial kingdom of God. Second, we can be exalted as God and receive a fullness of joy. President Spencer W. Kimball thought, Marriage is perhaps the most vital of all the decisions and has the most far-reaching effects for it for it has to do not only within with immediate happiness but also with eternal joys. It affects not only the two people involved but also their families and particularly their children and their children's children down through the many generations. In selecting a companion for life and for eternity, certainly the most careful planning and thinking and praying and fasting should be done to be sure that of all the decisions, this one must not be wrong. An eternal marriage should be the goal of not every other day's hint. This is true even for those already married by civil law. To prepare for an eternal marriage takes much thought and prayer. Only members of the church who live righteously are permitted to enter the temple. We do not suddenly decide one day that we want to be married in the temple, to enter the temple that day and get married. We must uh, first meet certain requirements. Before we can go to the temple, we must be active, worthy members of the church for at least one year. Men must hold a Melchizedek priesthood. We must be interviewed by the branch president or bishop. If he finds us worthy, he will give us a temple recommend 
If we are not worthy, He will counsel with us and help us set goals to become worthy to go to the temple. After we receive a recommend from our bishop or branch president, we must be interviewed by the stake president or the mission president. We are asked questions like the following as interviews for a temple recommend. Do you have faith in and in the testimony of God, the Eternal Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost? Do you have a firm testimony of the restored gospel? Do you sustain the President of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints as a prophet and revelator? Do you recognize Him as the only person who is on earth authorized to exercise all priesthood gifts? Do you live the law of justice? Are you a full tithe payer? Do you keep the word of wisdom? Are you honest in your dealings with others? Do you strive to keep the covenants you have made to attend your sacrament and priesthood meetings and to keep your life in harmony with the laws and commandments of the gospel? When you ask for a temple recommend, you should remember that entering the temple is a sacred privilege. It is a serious act not something to be taken lightly. We must seek earnestly to obey every covenant that we make in the temple. The Lord has said that if we are true and faithful, we will enter into our exaltation. We will become like our Heavenly Father. Temple marriage is worth any sacrifice. It is the way obtaining, of obtaining eternal blessings beyond measure. I know that marriage is for the name of God, and I do believe in these things. And <coughs> this is Sister Belmonte from the Philippines.